So let's get this out of the way. <laughs> uh, let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> I have not decided whether this is going to be a part of the show this week or not. It's probably not. It's probably going to be set separate and sent to the feed separate. Um, so another week, another Dark Side of the Ring that does not paint Flair in the best of lights. Now, for the clarity, from my end, as I've had... Because I had people asking my opinion about this two weeks ago when they found out the order of Dark Side of the Rings. I didn't know. I knew it was coming back because they're playing right from hell. I didn't know the order of the rest of the season. But then when I heard the order, I said, holy crap on a cracker, dude. Because I actually have forgotten about um, this interview that Kenya did with Howard Stern. I, I remember seeing it. I, I, I remember seeing it. And I also remember... The Cena stuff, but I remember the Cena stuff was just him. Like once again, you're towing the company line. No one can be mad anyone for doing that. That's what their job is to do. I don't know if anyone told Ric Flair to call into the Howard Stern show to defend, but anyways, I remember Cena comments just being what Cena's always said. You know, Cena's never Cena's always been a company guy. I don't think anyone, I don't think even he would deny it. You know, um, so. I remember the Canyon interview. I remember Canyon being, you just saw a look on his face. <sighs> uh, very disappointed, very hurt. And like I said, who, we have to play both sides of the fence here. The same way I said to you guys last week, we don't know the questions that were asked. And we're going to get to Rob Van Dam in a second and Ric Flair going back and forth. And Flair now is in full panic mode. And I saw a post. Or somebody posted Ric Flair's tweets, and then someone after their post and their and their uh, hashtag said, "Someone sit Flair down and shut him up." I couldn't agree more. So this is gonna be all over the place. Uh, we don't know if someone said, "Hey, Flair, call and shut this guy up," like just call and shut him up. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know that, right? Why would they call Flair of all people? I don't know. This is 2006. I don't think he would have been the one to do it. I think he took it upon himself to toe the company line and do that himself. That's me thinking. I have. That's my thought. I have no proof of this. Make that perfectly clear. Um, and this is. I remember a few weeks ago on the show. Remember this. I said this to you guys. I said, this is why I didn't want Flair in AEW, because he makes it about himself. He just goes off on these tangents. The same way he was at NWA, he's like thinking Vince McMahon, he's doing this and that. Which is cool, I guess, but it's like really freaking weird. It's just, why is it always about you? Right? And I get he's Flair, and people are going to celebrate him. And I'm not knocking him for any of this stuff. I'm just giving you guys my thoughts. You guys ask me my thoughts. This is my show. I'll give you my thoughts. And I listen to, and I listen to you guys' thoughts as well when I read your comments. Or read your thoughts, whatever. Um... So, I remember saying it just a few weeks ago. I said, I have no interest in seeing him in AEW. Because he just talks and talks and talks. And he doesn't know. He it's diarrhea of the mouth. And so, I just don't think anyone would say, hey, Flair called. If all people, really? And even then, they sounded surprised that Ric Flair was on the line. Because I, I went back and watched that clip. 
And you hear, you can even hear Robin saying, we have Ric Flair in the line? That's fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? And so for him to say the things he said, whew, ooh, ooh, um, they were unnecessary. But once again, that's how it was in WWE back then, dude. Like they got like WWE got in trouble this week for having that gray character. Can't remember his first name. Really portray a air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can see me doing air quotes. Woke character. It received so much bad, uh, bad mainstream press that they removed all thoughts of the character. Like he might have been fucking uh, not Jinder Mahal. Who was his name? Uh, Hassan. He might have been Hassan. Hopefully it doesn't kill this guy's career. Like, I was going to talk about that on the show, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about it here. Like, they used to... I remember when Austin walked out, and I remember watching that episode of Raw. I remember it was so surreal. Just hearing everyone... The Rockman surprise appearance, everything, and he cut a hell of a promo. I remember they all just completely destroyed Austin, which he walked out fine, right? But I remember Austin doing an interview with Nash, and uh, Nash said how they were doing the same thing with him, and Austin just laughs. Yeah, it was a company. They got to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So this is not like unprecedented that they would all do this. But Kenny was not a big star. You didn't need to actually do it. Like the way like Flair said his stuff, he didn't need to even say that. He like literally, all he do is say, hey, look here. I get how you feel, dude. You're just not to par right now because of some of the things you need to take care of. You just need to clean some stuff up. Go clean your work up, man. They'll give you another look. They'll they'll rehire you, man. They, they, they will. They, you just need to get your stuff up. Because if you look at the stuff that they revealed, this, this, some things in this Dark Side of the Ring, I did not know. I didn't know Canyon jumped the gargrail at WrestleMania 20 during the Benoit Guerrero stuff. And I didn't know that. Now, we obviously know now he's bipolar. And that's why he was acting the way he was acting. But we didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> so these things I didn't know. I never heard this before. So it's like it's clear something's wrong with this guy. And even then, Flair, in one of his comments, literally says, "I wasn't a big fan of Canyon the performer, but of Chris, blah blah blah. I was a huge fan. He was a good guy. Why would you mention him being a performer? This has nothing to do with him being a performer at this point. You know, it's like diarrhea of the mouth once again." But he can't help himself. He even said in one of his first tweets, Flair did, how everyone told him to do not put out a statement. Do not. He said, I've never run from anything in my life. You better. Dude, you're, you're going to lose a lot of sponsorships. And this week alone, they took the woo out of the intro and the signature to Raw, which, if we're being real, that's not a big deal, considering that they were probably going to do that if he debuted at AEW anyway. Like, NWA, <clears throat> AAA, they're not... No, no, no hardcore WWE fans going out of their way to watch those shows. Let's just be real. But even the people who are hardcore WWE fans, they watch AEW just to be pissed off that AEW even exists. So they took him out of the signature. Um, what else? He's no longer going to New York Comic Con. They've pulled his appearance. Like he's losing appearances. He's losing money. He is too, way too old to get canceled. Like, because if he gets canceled, he's probably never coming back. Like, Hogan's not even back. If we're being fucking real, Hogan's not even fully back yet, you know, and I don't think he'll ever be back. He said some really mean and harsh things. Hogan did. Flair, we all knew this stuff already. If you're a wrestling fan, you knew the comments he made. 
you knew the plane ride from hell. You knew all these other stories about the helicopter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is not a big surprise to us. However, I don't, Jim Cornette said this, and I can listen to a quick thought of what Jim Cornette said. So it just if you know you have been on YouTube and you just so happen to just leave a YouTube leave YouTube going while you're doing something and something else comes on. Well, a clip of Jim Cornette came on and it said the reason why Dreamer's comments hit wrong is what he said in 2021 to the victim Heidi came off so likable. So one thing of this is this victims come off like or Heidi may call her victim. Uh, Heidi comes off and she's like no 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 no. She sounds fake as fuck, right? She was so likable and so non-confrontational to the to the average viewer. It's like that kind of hits differently. You, you, you dig what I'm saying? To me, Flair always that's what I said. He always makes it about himself. It's like, dude, don't make a fucking comment. And even if you do, just say, hey, I can't help my past. It's all on tape. I called the Howard Stern show. That's why that's that was my job at the time. No, it was my job at the time. I do apologize. I did not know it hurt him this deeply. I didn't know he felt this way. Maybe I should have taken the time to get to know him better. Thank you. God bless. I'm out. He can't help himself though. I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this is a bad idea. I mean, and we knew he was gonna hear from him because he said on Renee Paquette's podcast, he said, "You have me back on after it, and I will. And if, I, if the heat goes on me, I will expose everyone. He literally said, "I'm gonna expose other people." So, anyways, let's get to Rob Van Dam stuff. So, Rob Van Dam was catching a bunch of heat from some people, fans mainly, because they said he doesn't have the nuts to see Flair. First of all, <laughs> Flair's not fighting anyone at 70 years old, unless Rob Van Dam, who could probably still whip his butt, but. <laughs> Flair is feeling like Rob Van Dam was trying to take his uh, his reputation. I didn't get that vibe at all. Flair just, Rob Van Dam just said, hey, man, you might not want to meet your heroes. I thought that was a more of a general statement. I didn't take it as you don't want to meet Ric Flair, right? Because side personal story right here, and this is a true story. Living in Atlanta, I won't say the name of the bar. He used to, go to, he used to frequent this bar. Ric Flair did. I worked at this bar. I didn't know, I didn't realize that, because everyone knows a huge wrestling fan. So I remember like every morning he would be in there, I just so happened to not be working that morning. But I remember people always say, hey man, you need to come in on this morning. We we can get you to have autograph from Ric Flair. He'll take a picture with you, blah, blah, blah. I've never posted this picture. I've never, I've probably shown a few people, but I've never, I, I just haven't, I do have an autograph of, from him. And um, I remember vividly, I came in just when I was working, and as soon as I walk into the, the kitchen of this bar, everyone just points me the other direction. Go now. He's at the bar. I was like, what? And I was super nervous. It's freaking Ric Flair, obviously. So I go up and I'm like, hey, you know, you want to sign an autograph? He's like, yeah. Sign an autograph for me. And then he's like, you want a picture? I was like, yeah. And so he said, hey, if you don't mind, can we take this picture away from the bar and not around liquor? Cool. I don't care. You know, I don't drink myself, so I don't give a shit. Um, so we took the picture. Like I said, and I've been told stories about that from other people who have met Flair. Like, if, if he's, you know, whatever, they're like, hey, just, just away from this, right? So, I didn't see anything. He didn't act any way towards me and blah, 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 right? I never got the vibe that Rob Van Dam was saying that's how Ric Flair, Ric Flair's a negative person. I got the vibe of, hey, these things happen all the time, so do not be surprised that some of your heroes are pieces of crap. That's how I got it. And some people will sit. Some people thought Flair was crap before this was came, before this came out. 
some people thought that, believe it or not. It's like the episode of Seinfeld when Jerry's trying to explain to his mom, like, some people may not like him. He's like, oh, no, stop, Jerry, don't say that. Everyone loves you. No, some people just don't like you. And so I think the thing that makes it harder but with this story as well is I don't think this is just fucking terrible luck for Flair. I don't think I've ever heard anyone in the wrestling industry say anything bad about Chris Kane. They say, hey, he was off his rocker. But it was because of he was diagnosed on bi- uh, bipolar. He was living with being gay and not understanding and not feeling like he was going to be accepted and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so he the flair is the, the flair is letting the fans gas him up essentially when i'm telling you right now and i don't believe robert and dan went in that whole thing to say i don't think anyone said rick flair was a bad guy i think people just say hey this is the stuff that happened gold doesn't come up good in that episode either and, I, and no one's burying gold dust or just trying to go after gold dust or nothing like that uh, everyone's just kind of left gold dust alone you know why He's kept his freaking mouth shut, dude. He really has. And you know, because there's no defending any of any of the actions. That's what you have to be clear about here. There's no defending any of these actions, right? And I'm not anyone's judge, jury, executioner. I'm just saying how the things we know as wrestling fans, the thing I've been blessed to know, having done commentary in the industry and meeting a lot of these talented people and stories I've heard that I would, one, never freaking repeat on any TV show. Or any podcast, nothing. Like, I remember me and Jonathan S were talking, this was a while ago, and he reminded me of a story that I told him when I was working with a certain booker. And he was like, you should tell a story. And that's a great story. I said, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just did certain stories that, dude, it was it would cause a shitstorm. And even my little mini podcast, where we have about 10, 12,000 people every week, it would still cause a shitstorm if it got to, it would be tweeted. And I don't have a t- Twitter, so I Lord have mercy. Who knows what we come trying to come from my fucking head. So now I'm just, nah, you know. But this thing also, everyone, I did this. This is supposed. This show, we know what this show is. It's been around for three seasons. It's very popular. It's been shining lights on stuff. This didn't make Canyon look great either. Canyon was up here being on James Mitchell and treating him like. Now once again, in the end, you understand what he was going through. You know what I'm saying, and you fully didn't, and know how, and no one fully understood the pain and everything like that. <sighs> this is why I think Flair should have just kept his mouth shut. There was no defending that phone call. John Cena said the same exact thing, but in a way, and John Cena's always been way better at being a politician, um, and a he's he's been he's a much better job of being a politician. And I, the one time I ever thought that Cena went hard was at The Rock. And he felt some kind of way about The Rock. And then he ended up later apologizing and saying, oh, I get it. As Cena's career winded down, and he became a part-timer as he is down, became more of a Hollywood name. He said, oh, I get it. I feel, And he apologized to The Rock. But I don't think Cena ever went. I could be wrong. You guys send me a clip or whatever. But Cena's never gone hard. Like, Flair goes hard in the mother bleeping paint. So even if, like that was your job, like, you don't need to do that, you know, like, like people naturally don't like Triple H, like, I think more people began to like Triple H when, uh, he took, when he made NXT what it was, because we have all known that Triple H is a fan, but I think Triple H got more people to like him, but otherwise, Triple H was 
Hayden, Sean, Scott, like, but at the same time, these people always, if you, if you notice this, people like Scott Hall, Nash, Shawn Michaels, and I said this before last week, I said this last week, I said, they, the, the reason why it's hard, the reason why it's easy to kind of forgive them, even though they've done some slimy, disgusting stuff too, is that they be like, oh yeah, I probably did. If you say I did that to you, I definitely did that to you. Because I, I don't remember. So I'm not gonna, I'm not in a place to say, hey, I for sure did that, so I'm sorry. But most of them now in a place where I'm like, I didn't do that shit. I don't remember. I was so fucked up. Which makes it worse. But at the same time, it's kind of like, can you really be mad at someone who's just sitting there and just saying, you know what? I was a shitty human being. What do you want from me at this point? Flair has never owned any of that stuff. If you think about it, he's never owned any of this stuff. It's always been like, well, you know, just just being one, just being Ric Flair, just being myself, you know. And I will say this: like the thirty for thirty, they didn't shy away from him being a bad parent, you know. But he still has always had excuse after excuse of why he did what he did. Well, you know, I just didn't want to be at home. All right, cool. And I'm not judging. I can once again, I could truly care less about what your thoughts are. I, my my thoughts on Ric Flair is. Ric Flair is going to have one of those legacies to me that's like a Michael Jackson. What he does in the ring, you can never, you can, Rick, if we're being real, it's going to be like a, a these are these are controversial legacies. Michael Jackson, Chris Benoit, you know, people who are super great at what they do, but their personal life may interfere with what you feel about them. Some people will forever think that Michael Jackson was sleeping with little boys. So they can't listen to his music. Some people with R. Kelly can't separate the artist from the human being. If you can't, that's okay. I understand. Same thing with Chris Benoit. Flair is now probably going to be in that category for a lot of people. You know, but him going off and trying to attack Rob Van Dam. And Rob Van Dam's a shove too. Dude, you have nothing to figure yourself for. You did the show. You know the questions that were asked. Now, this will deter people. If, if there is a season four of Dark Side of the Ring, this is going to do, this is going to seriously do, deter people from mainstream stars who still are very active from uh, interviewing for this show, which is fine. But here's my thing. We know what this show is. We know that they get access to clips and stuff like that. You know what you did, you know, and once again, that's why I'm like, why would they call Flair? Because now, obviously, they did call Flair. They know he could shut it down. That's why. I just don't think they did. I think he did on his own. But I think he did on his own because he was like, hey, got to defend the company. It's whatever, right? Um, but here's the thing. Last, my last thought, very last thought on this. If you vilify Flair, you gotta vilify ninety percent of that industry at that time for doing some of the same things he was doing, if not worse things. We heard worse things in that plane ride from hell about people H bombing women, filling on them. We know these stories. Don't just vilify him because he's the he he's making it easy because he's just still talking. But if you notice, no one else is talking. First of all, Brock Lesnar was never gonna talk to anybody anyway. Second of all, Goldust is not gonna talk. It's people who just aren't talking. Now I can understand why I can understand why Van Dam's mad. Just because it's kind of like, dude, like grow up. They asked me a question, I answered the fucking question, and that's it. You know, so I understand why why Van Dam's just more annoyed than anything. 
But he has nothing to look here. He said what he said. He know what he meant in his heart. In my opinion, I, I really don't think he was bashing Flair. I think he was just saying in general. You know, so. Anyways, like I said, I don't think it's gonna be partial. I think as I record this is Friday. Before I get out of here, I'm gonna um, before I go do some weekend stuff, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna push this just to the feed, and then the show will just be separate. Um, mainly because it just this this was a great week for professional wrestling, and dude, the last two weeks have just not been good to Flair. Hasn't been good to people who have idolized Flair. But you know what? At the same time, these things are a part of his history. And I just think if he just stops talking. And also, if he just apologizes. You know? Just just say, hey. It's just what I did. Didn't know the impact of this. Should have probably thought about it. Didn't. I apologize. But my God, this was... And then... when, and, But this thing also... <laughs> we have to remember, we all know how Canyon's story ended. We know how that ended. We know how that ended. We, it, it ended... We... It, we even if you were a casual fan, you knew how his, his career and his life ended. You knew what came out later on about him. There's no... Dude, don't don't try to defend it. Just say, hey, it's there. It happened. I got to move on. So, I will talk to you guys again on Monday. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs>